Welcome everybody to Down to Radio. We're here live on MockerRadio.com. Our music reminds me. You already know me. I'm RC. Alongside my guest, he's one third of the hottest faction, period, bar none, in the MFPW. He's one half of the MFPW Tag Team Champions. This man is simply born better. He's from the Golden Era. This is Goldie. Goldie, welcome back to Damage Radio. Thank you very much. I couldn't have introduced myself any better. Well, you you are born better, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's 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 not a question, but yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. So catch us back up, man. First off, Happy New Year. Uh, Thank you. What, what you been up to? Grinding, grinding as always, making videos, making photo shoots, making wrestling, everything, anything, content. I, I got to ask now, how, especially with you, Brett, and Sean, man, uh, rest in peace, Betty White, man. I know you, the, the Golden Girls and all that, yeah. era, man, you guys, bar none, excellent footage you're putting out there, man. Talk, talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we're always we're always striving to to make something better, make something funnier, make something more serious. We're just always trying to better ourselves, and um, yeah, I we're we just made a uh, we just submitted our stuff for the uh, the Crockett Cup for NWA. We'll see that how that works out. Um, so yeah. So in this business, do you find your own bookings as you get your name out there more and more? Or is it more of, you know, you putting your work out there, reaching out to Danny Cage with your interest of where you want to work? And then, like, talk about that. Danny leaves it up to us um, because you're going to need to know how to do that eventually. Um, Whether it's reaching out to promotions or uh, just going and showing up and helping out. That's honestly the the main way you get places, especially uh, when you're newer before you have this big name. Uh, you just ask whatever promotion. Like that's how we got into One CW, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But me and Brett just showed up. We said, "Hey, can we come help set up your ring? Can we help uh, whatever?" Show up three, four hours early. They're like, "Yeah, go ahead." Uh, and the promoter realizes that we're there to help. We're there to do whatever. So he's like. You guys got like rough gear? I'm like, yeah, we can rough. He's like, all right. Um, then he's like, you. We also have like this uh, this tag team tournament that we might throw you in. We're like, all right, cool, whatever. And then an hour later, he's like, yeah, I think we're gonna have you win that tournament, and then you're gonna go on to face the tag champs. It's just, yeah, and we get out there, and I think people realize how good we are. And and did he even know your background or anything? No, I mean, I'm sure he looked at like our our social media, maybe. But before that, I'm sure he didn't know who we were. Wow. Now, what's like you've been in this business for a little bit now? How long? For a little over four years. Started what are some 20, things? November 2017. Wow. And I remember yeah. you coming up to the Manka Radio, man. It's just all yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's crazy, you know. And yeah. so me and Sammy, and now look at yeah, Sammy. Yeah. yeah, you and Sammy, then and you and Ryan came up at one time. And then you and the Golden Era. Yeah. Yeah. But looking back, you know, when you first started to now, what are some things that you've learned that um, you didn't know before? What are the things that you that you uh, maybe uh, fixed along the way? Talk about that process. Uh, I, I don't think we have enough time for everything. There's just so <laughs> much. There's so much in this business. It's I, There's nothing you can compare it to. Um, I showed up. 2017 i was 17 years old uh i didn't fit in i knew i didn't fit in i was in a land of giants nick camarado uh everyone and i'm this little 17 year old like oh maybe i want to be a wrestler i don't know i'm a little scared and uh, i knew i didn't fit in i i didn't i not that i didn't feel welcome dan is very welcoming but just like i'm in this complete different mindset body look everything from all these other people and i just felt like i, sh- I shouldn't be there i tried to quit um I've, i think we talked about this before i tried to quit uh dan didn't let me quit um and now we're here but it's wrestling has changed me in indescribable ways 
Like, I have no idea who I would be right now if I didn't wrestle. I have no idea who I would be if Dan let me quit four years ago. I was, uh, I dealt with like a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. And wrestling, it's, it doesn't give you a choice. Wrestling, you have to get out there. You have to be stupid. You have to be more than life. You have to wrestle in front of tens, hundreds, thousands, millions of people in tights. So it's yeah. like, it, it throws you into the river and either you drowned, you quit like I wanted to, or you swim. And now I'm someone that I'm a lot happier than I am. You think you would have been what you are now, born better then? <laughs> no, I was not born better then. I'm born better now. Right. Kind of contradicts itself, but. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But, you know, they, they don't got to know that just yet, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. like, um, Going in, like, did you have, like, yes, it was a rude awakening for you, and you didn't think you belonged in the beginning. Do you tell people that now that, that are starting out that might not fit in and look at you like you're larger than life? Um, I would like to say yes, but they could watch it and be like, no, that's wrong. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm still this, like, very quiet, kept-to-myself person unless I really get to know someone. So I'm not necessarily... Uh, the person to reach out to the, these new people right away. Um, but Dan, there will be people that like I see coming younger guys uh, who I can tell have anxiety, really scared. And I'm, I look at him, I'm like, yeah, that's me. And usually Dan will take him to the side and like, take me. He's like, that, Dave, Goldie was you years ago. Like he would hide in the corner on his phone. Um, wouldn't talk to anyone. So like, that's where you can be. You can you can do this, and everyone's welcome. Like, look at everyone's yes. story that we know from the factory. I don't got to go into details, but Twitch, you, um, it's all about people. Maybe people who struggle with weight, you know, and yeah. struggle with bullying. Everyone's welcome here at the factory. Most most importantly, and yeah. uh, you all have a story to tell that you're telling in the ring, through promos, through your fitness, through your actions. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's wrestling for you. That's like another reason you can't compare it to anything. I don't think there's any sport, any club, any whatever that would be able to foster this diverse, strange group that also are all in it together. It's just that's wrestling brings those people in and that's the people that people invest in. Now, when did you start knowing and understanding the business aspect of professional wrestling and knowing you need to get that mind, you know, going and, and thinking about different ways on how to improve yourself, not just in the ring, but as a businessman? Yeah. Um, I thought I always pride myself on having a very business mindset when it comes to things. And I think that's what sets me and the Golden Era apart from uh, everyone else, because we see this not as ourselves necessarily this is we're we're a business and if you you have to treat yourself like a business in this business otherwise you're going to be swept aside and you're not going to get the notoriety the people aren't going to end up seeing you if you you're just like hey look at this picture look at this video of me wrestling you have to be a business you have to make a brand because people invest in brands that's why we made golden air we made born better we have the shirts we make videos, people walk outside of us just for wrestling because wrestling is boring. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, what do you remember? You don't remember uh, whatever match. You don't remember whoever. You remember the stories. You remember John Cena destroying JBL's limo. Yes. That's what's interesting. That's what gets people invested, especially the kids. Like That's what got me invested as a kid. Wrestling, yeah, it's cool. It's it's what the business is, but right. just wrestling to wrestle right. doesn't really do much. No, like like your shirt looking like um like uh, was it Bud Light, but it says Bud Born Light, Better, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and or like you know what if you have like a Goldie Award that that you made replicas of and you signed and chose like different things like that, you know? It's a good idea. I might steal that now. Nice, nice. Well, remember me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give you, you. I'll give you five percent. Right, I appreciate it, man. Hey, it's, it's something, man. It's something. 
you know, we gotta, we gotta stay damaged somehow. Yeah. But like things like that, like is your mind always going with like even the craziest ideas? Yeah. So, like posters, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brett, Brett has. Um, we have different kind of business mindsets, I guess. I'm always kind of the thinking of like creative, like videos, like that kind of stuff. He he's uh he like made us stickers, made us posters. He's like, what if we make a pen? I don't know, some weird idea that he really likes. Maybe you end up having a pen. But um, that talks. Yeah, <laughs> born better when you click yeah. it. Uh, wow. But, okay. <laughs> look, we're, this is like a little uh, brainstorming like it, session. It is. Yeah. One on one with RC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the videos, it's a weird process because we don't know what the videos are going to be when we go into it. Uh, we have a basic idea, but then it's. It's the collaboration it's just throwing out ideas see what's yeah. yeah yeah it's a lot of that so it's hard to think of you know video ideas when you don't know what the video is going to be yeah now how important is it to have brett for instance or sean or even when andy was in the group making mm -hmm. sure you guys all had the right mindset you all wanted to make sure this was not just a club or a hobby yeah. you all wanted to get to where you need to get to how important is it to have someone in your group like that so it's uh all of our we are i think we're all very different and i think that's what makes us uh, work so well because we have every aspect covered like wrestling wise brett's like the grappler like submission guy i'm kind of the uh, striker sean's eye flyer we have it all covered there um just normal psychology wise we're very different too uh, and it just comes together with us all having very different ideas but we're all, all still on the same page like we're all on the same page but we have ideas from everywhere definitely like you know and also like do you all have the same common goal of making it to the next yeah. level yeah and that's yeah. that's key you know that's key and being keep each other in check yeah right now, um, looking back in 2021, what were some of your favorite moments or highlights of the year? Um, one big highlight that I really enjoyed, I think it ended off uh, 2021, was, yeah, Turkey Slam, so it was November. Uh, five on five match. It was me, Sean, Brett, uh, Mimi, and, and Ricky Reyes, the dream team. We can't name any nice. better people than that. Uh, and we were taking on people like Homicide and uh, and Joker. And it was just being able to call that match with Homicide. And uh, at the end of the match, it was me and him left. So we were able to like wrestle one-on-one -on -one for a few minutes. It's just uh, crazy to think that I'm in a, a ring with someone with, I don't even know, 20-plus years, 30-plus. Yeah. Uh, probably going on 30 soon. But it's just... Yeah, it's being able to, because we ended up being caught on the fly, a lot of me and homicide stuff. So being able to call that stuff with him in there and kind of get his respect, I, I hope some yeah. is really cool. Well, just him trusting you with his body and your body, that alone, knowing how much he's been in this business, has to speak volumes for where you are right now. Yeah. Yeah, that, for that's sure. Probably, that probably feels huge. Yeah, just being able to step in a ring and uh, hold and stand my grounds with someone like Homicide. Yeah. Right. Does that make you want to strive to be better and not like, you know, like psychology wise, like you think you might think, oh, I know everything and then go into a ring with like a vet like that and know I still got so much to learn? Yeah. Um, just calling stuff with him. It's and uh, calling stuff with like, because Homicide's also close with like Santana Ortiz, and we'll talk about that later. But will, yeah. just they just have ideas just spewing, spewing out of them. So it's like, I think I know ideas, but they're just like, no, this, 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 this. Right. Now, another thing I want to talk to you about is, uh, you know, um, could be another skit. If someone wants to join the Golden Era, what are you looking for in particular? Something that matches your personality or your ring like uh attire or how you do yeah, it if 
if you're uh, looking to join the going there, I mean, it's very, very selective, obviously. Right. Um, only a few people are born better. But, true. you know, you got to have the, uh, the party lifestyle. You got to be rich, good looking, uh, drive the fastest cars, all the, all the right. going there cliches. Uh, but, yeah, also, uh, you just have to be able to get along with us. That's what makes us so great is that we're all best friends. Even nice. Jay. Jay, I guess he he's kind of a going air member. He's an assistant, but he he's tries. working his way up. Yeah, he's working his yeah, way he's up. Working. Intern, he's unpaid intern right now. Maybe or he'll get paid intern. eventually. Yeah, right. Now, um, as far as the world famous Monster Factory goes, was Goldie the name that you always thought you wanted to invent yourself into being, or what were you thinking first? I have no, I didn't go in really, like as a kid, obviously you go through like these names you make up, like Little Handsome, would you make up, whatever. But I went in, (laughs) I went in not knowing anything of what I wanted to do. I was just David Goldschmidt. Um, Until the day I tried to quit, Dan brought me aside and um, he was kind of just talking to me, like trying to make me feel better, whatever. And at the time we had Davey Bly um jafar was known as david blaine back then because i guess he kind of looks like him i don't know some dumb damn thing i'm sure uh so i couldn't be david i couldn't be david with another davy and another david so dan's just like all right we'll call you goldie from now on and uh i I never planned on that being my wrestling name like when i started i was david gold um whatever but the fans ended up hearing it it kind of just stuck like, I think uh, the Red Scorpion is like, come on, Goldie. And everyone's like, oh, Goldie. Right. So, uh, but it, it works. I think I, I think uh, I can go with it. Nice. Now, having fans actually want your autograph or buying your merch or holding up a sign, whether they're 40-year-olds 40 or 13-little-screaming girls, yeah. how does that feel for you knowing that when you walked in there, you were this anxious anxiety written kid that couldn't even probably be around a, a group of 20 maybe yeah you know? yeah 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 it's uh it's crazy like i have this one kid um who who just loves me loves the goal in there for some reason uh i being when i was younger and like that that those shoes it's so weird to be on the other side and think like what what is this kid seeing me what is this why does he think I'm a superhero? I'm a, I'm a stupid wrestler. But, like, you know you were in that position when you were a kid and you were looking up at someone like they were a superhero, even though just they're some indie wrestler. Right. It's just, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Dude, does it remind you to always make sure you give them the time of day? Yes, yeah. I, I, I always try to. Like, that kid, um, his sisters also love me now, too. Uh, his mom bought a shirt for me uh, a shirt from me yeah and she she asked if like i could drop it off or whatever i'm like yeah i can drop it off and uh the kids were there and it was just like this big thing like goldie showed up at their house that's awesome and they're able to like take pictures with me and uh, we had like a little race down the street i won of course of course because you're born better man exactly now looking at like you know everyone that has come out of the monster factory that has reached new heights and success um, back when we had like you know QT Marshall, God's famous get their professional wrestling, Matt Riddle, uh, Nick Camarado, um, the list goes on and on. Now we have like a new crop of people getting, getting their names in the door, like Mimi, a couple yeah. times now. You know, and then mm-hmm. she drops the title, and then there's all this speculation. Hmm, what was happening now? You know, now yeah. you got Goldie showing up. You know, it's just like all these new crops that basically found their own way, starting young and in the business and. Yeah. Now they're getting a little uh, bit of fame. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like we're a very different crop than the, the first crop that you mentioned that went out. Uh, yeah, those, we're all younger, kind of. I mean, the people like that are there right now. Uh, and just, you just have a different look on wrestling at, at this era versus when they were there. Just very different with AEW being around and, everything like that now what is AEW, in your opinion brought to professional wrestling besides more opportunities for guys like yourself 
yeah i mean like opportunities is a big part of it it's uh i think it's just changed wrestling completely now that there's this second option second real option uh not to compare it to like monday night wars but it gives that like okay WWE sucks i'm not gonna watch i'll go watch AEW. right i think it's changed everything right now and now people see that oh it is possible to go up against WWE and not get killed so maybe we'll see even more big promotions definitely now let's talk a bit about a uh, support system how is your support system with regards to professional wrestling and has it always been positive or negative i mean in the beginning like my parents it was always like something i would say i'm like oh i'm gonna go wrestle like yeah maybe you should like do something uh useful <laughs> for lack of better terms um but as they've seen me grow with it and grow into this different person and a different personality uh i think they're very supportive now and how does that make you feel like knowing that you have people that have your back it's uh i mean i'm sure it's a lot harder without it i can say that and i don't know what it's like without it but yeah just having that support because there's like people who have to hide the fact that they're wrestlers from a family or their family doesn't care about it or whatever and they have to do it on their own so yeah i'm sure it's easier with it definitely let's talk a bit about um you know world famous match factory in paulsburg new jersey uh february 12th what can the fans expect from the golden era and what do you guys have up your sleeves uh they can expect another victory to make us i think it'll probably be like two two hundred like sixty days at that point um yeah, normal golden era, always winning. Are you always trying to strive yourself to get better? Is or is it, is, is it hard? Is it hard not to stay complacent and be just be like, yeah, I made it, made it to where I want to make it? No, nah, we're we're always working together. Brett has his ideas, like, oh, I want to work on this. I have ideas of what I want to work on. We all know we're not amazing. We all know we have different things we can work on. Uh, we can point them out to each other. I think that's a good part of it too. That we can. <laughs> look at each other and make and see that we want to get each other better where an outside person might be like let them keep messing it up like that's yeah. one less person i have to worry about definitely now um you have been refocusing yourself lately as far as working out goes yeah. uh you know any person can just tell by looking it does get your picture that you just put up um could we be could we possibly see you be going after someone like uh mr eat 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 bobby buffet and maybe mm. being a triple champion maybe yeah, I could. Uh, I think me and Bob, me and Bobby, have had a few matches in the past year, and it's always fun. It's always entertaining. I think. Uh, I think we could put on a really good story, and of course, definitely, yeah. and have that championship. And I can just imagine those promos after, like you know, Goldie for president, and uh, you went up this big, lavish thing in the ring to have people worship you and know that you're not just born better, but you are the champ now. Oh my God. I'm a wrestling god. Right? You know, and that's when the trophies will come into play and they can buy the trophies. And they all hold the trophies yeah. up and feel what it's like to be born better just for a second. Even if it is plastic that they have, they can understand what it's like to be born better with a real thing. And they can, even can touch it. They can touch that trophy that you have. An authentic one. But see, yeah. I, I got it, man. I yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 5%, 3%. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> you're, moving, you're moving up in the golden era business. <laughs> Definitely, man. And one thing that you said, like refocusing and uh, growing, uh, ICW, right? Let's talk about, or 1CW is it called? 1CW, yep, 1CW. Um, talk a bit about that promotion a little bit more and uh, for those that are unfamiliar with them and talk about the confidence of upbranching yourself out there and trying something new and knowing that you might need to set up chairs again in order to get, <laughs> yeah. to get into a spot. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about it earlier. We just showed up. Um, and we were ready just to sit around and yeah, set up chairs, be security. Uh, but you have to do those things to be able to get out there. And me and Brett are always trying to expand. Um, but yeah, one, I love one CW. It's a really good atmosphere. Uh, they have a really nice building and the fans are great too. Everything about it is great. And they love Where are they us. based out of? They're in a, Houston, Delaware. It's spelled Houston, but they say Houston. Houston. Houston, Delaware. Now, where do you find these promotions at? Like, do, do you like just research or do you hear from others? 
Um, yeah, it's like 50, 50. It's sometimes you'll see something you're like, Oh, that's kind of near. Let me message them. And then a lot of wrestling too is also going with people. Like, um, if Mimi has a booking up in New York or whatever, taking that car, car ride with them and doing maybe setting up chairs. Like we said, you don't have anything, but just showing up and showing your face. Then the promoter's like, Oh, they came out here. Like maybe we'll bring them back. Right. Now, minus AEW, what are some other promotions that you reached out to that you did some behind-the-scenes work with? Um, so AEW I've done twice. The first time I didn't get a match, so it kind of is like what we're saying. I showed up, I uh, sat around, got nothing, and I guess they're like, yeah, let's bring him back and give him a match. Right. Now, as far as any other, other promotions, have you, have you uh, went anywhere else, um, like New Japan or... I would love to. No, I haven't been on. I haven't done anything with any other big promotions. Uh, but New Japan, WWE, I would do all that. It's all great. How far have you traveled thus far? Not too far. I mean, we're still. Uh, we've gone up north. We've gone a little down south into Delaware. So, but um, yeah, we're just still in this tri-state region. Very nice. Now, too. definitely. Now, February nineteenth, the Golden Era, number one contenders for the. The one CW tag team gold, uh, Art of War, the champions. Yeah. What do you have to uh, What do you have to say to them? And who are they? And uh, why is the Golden Era going to prove that they're born better and add another thing to your repertoire? The uh, Art of War. We had a match with them, um, and it didn't go favorably for us. But we ended up stealing their titles, and then we just proclaimed ourselves as champs. And then they didn't like that, so now we have a rematch. Uh, but I think they're going to see a different golden era this time, a golden era that's going to win. Uh, we wrestled them on our second show there. We weren't comfortable yet. Now we're ready. Now we're ready to take that gold and, and be able to show everyone that we're multi-time tag team champs. Nice. Now, is it hard um, to wrestle in front of two people compared to 100 people? Because like, you know how COVID's been. Yes. Uh, very, very different. Um, Obviously, wrestling is all fan-based. We feed off it with whether we change what we're going to do in the ring or whatever. Everything is just fans. Uh, and, yeah, we have uh, we tape uh, Monster Factory Arenas, which has no fans. It has, like, a couple other wrestlers there. So we've, we've gotten to kind of tread in those waters so we know what it's like now. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's different. Now, do you change your style up when wrestling someone bigger than you or smaller than you? And and how yeah. how's that been? Yeah, you have to. I mean, I it, like I'm in a weird position that, like, I'm not big. People aren't too big, and small people aren't too small. But yeah, you have to change up everything. Big guy like Bobby, I'm going to chop down his legs. Little guy, I kind of have to keep up to his pace, maybe, or watch out for high flying stuff or whatever they do. Right. Now, uh, without struggle, there is no progress. And, you know, you've been grinding since day one. Now we can finally talk about it. All Elite Wrestling, man. Your second yeah. time back. Uh, yeah. Talk about this huge opportunity. How did it come about? And, uh, and yeah, and then we'll talk about who you versed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got uh, the email inviting me back New Year's Day. And I was just I was surprised I didn't expect the email. Because usually, like, you reach out and they get back to you. But I guess because I was there before, they were in D.C. And they're like, yeah, let's uh, bring him back. Um, but, yeah, it's just a yeah eye-opening experience, I guess. Being able to see in real time and the, the motors backstage, everything. Just everyone doing something. It's just a completely different environment being in something that big. Now, did, did anyone give you a fair warning of what was that like, you know, like, you know, regarding a seminar or someone telling you what it's like, or did you have to really go experience it? No, you have to experience it because everywhere is different. Um, AEW is such a, a nice uh, environment. Everyone's super nice. Everyone says hi to you. And uh, I'm sure everywhere isn't like that. Right. Now, let's talk about that big tag team match, man. Uh, first off, uh, who was your partner again? Bro Keller. And where was he located from? 
he uh i think he's around the dc area i think he goes to mcw or i no he doesn't he wrestles there he doesn't train there i don't know he's from that area though nice and then you went against an experienced tag team santana yeah. and ortiz who's been around lax been around everything man talk about what was it like you know knowing you had experience with homicide going in the ring with, with those two individuals and getting some decent work in yeah um it's stressful just because uh, you know they're that big they they're they're that much better than you but um we weren't able to call the match until like late before the show like an hour before the show because they're all around doing everything so that's always stressful just being in that position first time on aw you know not knowing if you're gonna remember everything yeah. but um once we called it they were super super cool super smart like i said just having all those ideas right there calling it really fast i'm like all right come on let's uh let's yeah. slow it down Definitely. but um you got your yeah. high knee you got uh, your high yeah. knee in though yep yep that's what i was gonna say uh yeah they're a lot of the time in those matches it's not for you know the the, the jobber to get stuff in it's to make them look good um and you'll see a lot of that on dark but they uh yeah, they let us get some stuff, and I got my uh, springboard knee. I got some elbows yeah. in. You know, I got to look good a bit. Nice, man. And you got little pictures, you know, probably the, the yeah. frame and talk about when you get older. Yeah. Now, did you have a chance to talk with an afterwards to, to find out what you can work on and to improve and what you should keep the same? Uh, yeah. I didn't get as much that I, as I would have liked, but – just because it was such a short match, there really wasn't that much that they could uh, kind of take from. But, uh, yeah, I wish I got more. You know, you can never get enough info from people like that. Like, I took advantage of that with Ricky a lot. Just yeah. stories of wrestling everyone, everywhere, you know. Definitely. Now, backstage, uh, who were some people that, that you did t talk to that uh, that uh, you thought, you know, weren't, wouldn't have been as nice as, as they were backstage? So the first time I went to AEW, uh, Mark Henry's in the back watching the TV, and um, he ends up calling me over and telling me to go uh, buy him popcorn. <laughs> so I had to go upstairs with the the normal people and um, buy him popcorn and bring it back. And maybe that's why he remembered me on commentary. He's like, "Oh, it's Goldie." How how cool was that to hear that though? It was interesting. It was yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. And were there any other ribs that had happened that, that you know, um, that you saw or happened to you? No, no, not that I saw. Um, but speaking of seeing things, being backstage and watching like Chris Jericho and Santana Ortiz cut a promo and see how they switch it, like cutting two minutes worth of a promo and realizing that they only have a minute and they have to shorten it down to a minute. It's, it's cool things to see it in action on the big scale and do they just redo it right away yeah yeah it was one of their pre-tapes so they could do it as many times as they needed so how many people are around during that like are they off to the side is there a lot of people behind the camera it's uh yeah it's a lot of people it's lighting guys multiple lighting guys camera guys sound guys uh, director and then also people just watching it's it's a spectacle <laughs> So do you have more respect of what's going on at the factory and the, the, the things that Danny really instills yeah. make sure you do extra now? Like promo yeah. work, standing on the, one of the bins, you know? Like Yeah, I what I, uh, I appreciate at the factory is that you won't see it a lot of places, but the factory is pretty much a, a very tiny version of what you see like backstage at AEW. It's all the same stuff, just narrowed down to a few people instead of five per whatever right um so that's a it's a good learning experience because you're not just getting thrown into that type of environment out of nowhere you have the the little bit of experience right now um guys mainstay guys that are on dark or elevation did you get a chance to talk to any of them and did they give you any words of helpful advice no i, I didn't really get to talk to have like real conversations with a lot of people because they're all just running around doing everything calling matches promos all the wrestling stuff so no i wish i could have kind of picked someone's brain more or multiple people but 
uh, just really Santana Ortiz. Now, were there are there road agents for Dark as well? Yeah, um, yeah. There, everyone has uh, agents for each one of their matches. Um, yeah, I can't really remember everyone who did it, but did yeah, you have they, an agent for your match? So we were supposed to. Um, not that we needed it because of Santana Ortiz, but um, no, he was busy or something. He came up to me afterwards, apologized. I'm like, no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, apologize. Will you give me another match on dark? Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did they? Did anyone say anything to you after your match, or like say you know, we'll keep an eye on you or anything? Or no. no how's they're... that? How's that feel mentally? Like, like, do, do you like? Yeah. No, like I. That doesn't really affect me because it's not like I was going in like a tryout. Like, oh, they're gonna sign me. Like a bunch of people are on dark. I know that people will see it and hopefully someone important season likes it, but I didn't go in with the mindset of, Oh, this is going to be a failure. If I don't get signed, it's like, if I have a match, it's really cool. If I don't have a match, I'm still here and it's cool. And how many people are in, in attendance? Uh, van wise. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. It was a, it was kind of a smaller stadium is a weird one in DC, but there's definitely a good few thousand. It's awesome. Now, did you get a chance to talk to Mimi beforehand or anyone Mimi else? Had, that they... uh, yeah. Um, yeah, she talked to me about her matches before and whatnot. So that was a good little insight, but everyone's different. So, you know. Now, going back to the factory, uh, I, I, bet, I bet Dan, you know, had uh, some encouragement for you and all that. How, how was it hearing talking to him about that stuff? Um. He busts my chops because at one point uh, I locked my fingers and Big Show called me out and he always tells me not to. And I try not to, but um, it's it's a habit. But uh, no, he he was uh, he said he was proud of me and was you know that's awesome. He's happy with it. I didn't make nice. the factory look bad. I don't think that's good, man. No, you did not at all, man. Looking <laughs> back at that match, man, I was I was proud just to know that you know another factory guy that I interviewed was on there and doing big things, you know, and you're humble too. You, you don't, you're I, not like, you know, you're born better, of course, but yeah. you, you know, you know, your roots, you're not afraid to remember who you were. And that's, yeah. that's huge in life, not just in this business, business, but in life, you know what I mean? Yes, for sure. So 2022, you know, new year, new you, obviously already, you know, already doing AEW dark now. Yeah. You know, um, Got that what are some goals for you? Right. What are some goals for you moving forward in the new year and what you'd like to change, keep the same and uh, improve on? Everything golden era, I don't think needs to be changed. We're we're a well-oiled machine right now. I mean, we can always make better videos. We can always be better at everything, but I think we were in the right mindset there. Uh, Goal-wise, more AEW dark, obviously. Uh, maybe do extra work at WWE, uh, NWA, uh, Impact, wherever. Um, but yeah, just I think this year is gonna gonna go well. Good. I agree. And uh, what is the final destination? Or what? What do you hope for the final destination to be for Goldie and professional wrestling? Do you see your name as Goldie in the future? I know things can change on the fly. Yeah. Without your permission, uh, you know. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I was always afraid to use Goldie just because, like, you look up Goldie, I'm not going to be the thing that shows up. So I was always right. hesitant with that. But more recently, I, uh, um, I'm i getting to like it more. Being able to look up Goldie AEW and having that pop up. Right. Kind of and gives not have me, Goldie oh, and Bear show up, like this from yeah. Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah or <laughs> Goldie Locks from Impact yeah. or whatever. She, she's the main problem. If you look up Goldie, it comes up Goldie Locks. Oh man, yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. So, um, let's talk a little about like you know, um, professional wrestling in general. It's like a resurgence now with AEW around in New Japan, uh, Ring of yep. Honor showing up in Impact Wrestling, uh, the Forbidden Wall coming down, and uh, Mickey James being in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. What do you feel like professional wrestling is right now, and where where it's going? There's nothing but up from here, I believe. Um. I think wrestling is just growing at this crazy rate when it comes to like indie promotions, big promotions, uh, 
kind of B tier promotion, just everything is, is booming and opportunities for everyone. And yeah. So like, let's talk a little about the, the WWE right now. Um, you know, it's yes. People, you know, call it out for the same ritual, same thing over and over again, not building new stars or, you know, like Shane McMahon, for instance, you know, being in the rumble and then calling his own match, calling yeah. the rumble and then being let go today. You know, things like that, man. Uh, do you feel like WWE is not building new stars? And do you think they should, you know, move yeah. people up more? Or Yeah, it's hard to say. If I'm not in that position of, you know, knowing everything that they know. But I think it, talking about resurgences, I think we're going to have a resurgence of of young talent coming into WWE. Especially with this new 2.0 that they're really... Uh, set on making new stars, I think we're going to see that happening in like the next year or so. Definitely. Now, can we talk a little about Sammy Miami? Yeah. Felix, yeah. Felix Fernandez? Feel it, yep. How about that, man? Have you talked to him recently? And, and you know, talk about the importance of being a ref, working backstage like Danny has been letting you guys yeah. do. Now, it really proves to be important, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I will always... Uh, always the reason i'm going to say monster factory is so great is because it's not just a wrestling school it's a wrestling industry school you, you, you learn film you learn promos you learn being a ref music wrestling um and that's why sammy was able to do that they were looking for a specific uh demographic kind of for the ref someone who could speak spanish and he knew how to ref and dan was like yeah anyone here could be a ref because he teaches all that yeah, and he has the graphic skills background, so he could be doing helping out with promo yeah. work. So his his career is set if he wants it to be set in, yes. in that business, which is pretty yeah. cool. It's very now cool. Yeah. Now let's flip over to AEW side. Their crop of talent that they have, you know, they need four shows because of how many stars yeah. that they have, like Adam yeah. Cole and all those guys. What do you think direction that they, they should be going, especially with like M MJF and CM Punk yeah. going at it? It's uh, that's that's the only thing I ever uh, question AEW on is having all these stars and signing so many stars and uh, and their their young talent that they've made themselves they can't really show. It's just going to be interesting. Um, I hate to say, but it's going to be interesting to see the first kind of wave. Of releases because they're they need to unless they want to have a show every night of the week with completely yeah. different people yeah and it's kind of like that already if you think about it monday tuesday wednesday friday yeah yeah so thursday they take off and you know the weekend unless there's a show yeah and do you yeah. bring more pay-per-views in i would if i was AEW. um but they do these kind of like tonight it's wednesday <laughs> yeah for um it's the MJF versus CM Punk match. Like they do these and last week was beach bash, right. Or whatever. Yeah. They do these kind of special shows that are like pay-per-view quality shows. And, um, I think they kind of do, do need to do that where they are now to, instead of making them pay-per-views, having that on uh, cable television where people can see these amazing shows and get invested. And it's smart too. Cause ratings, Yes. Yeah. You want to keep your cable channel going more and yeah. more and keep get signed, re-signed those contracts and you put a good matches on there and not yeah. the matches that we've seen a hundred times. Yeah, you know? once they get to the point of, you know, not needing to really prove themselves anymore, then they can and I don't want them to stop having bad matches, but then they can have more pay-per-views, I think. Definitely. Now switch it up a little bit now. Um how do you change from david to to goldie you know where do you distinguish within the two and how do you balance your social life your school life with professional wrestling yeah, it's hard um i mean goldie and david goldschmidt are two different people to an extent um it's you know the whole turn yourself up to 11 shtick um so it's not a crazy uh difference i mean one's a jerk sometimes and the others a pretty nice guy uh but you know i mean it's the same person down 
uh, down deep. Right. So it all depends on, you know, the character, if he comes out or not in, in real life. Yeah. But um, juggling uh, wrestling with everything else, it's, I don't want to say wrestling comes first because, you know, school should come first. But uh, having wrestling four or five nights a week, school every day, fraternity, life, all that stuff. But wrestling is most important. And you're you're part of a fraternity. Yeah, yeah. How's that? How's that life like? It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is what you see. It is. Right. You're born better. That's that's the legit. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, gotta. It's it's character uh, work. I'm just there to to study. You know. <laughs> nice, nice. Now that's a brotherhood, but you also have a brotherhood in professional wrestling. Talk of yeah. distinguish between the two. The difference between the two and how needed that is at times uh, fraternity brother to me i'm not a huge frat guy i never really wanted to be part of one but you know it's i don't know it's a brotherhood that's going to end in a couple years right. um wrestling it's that's a, a life thing you have those people forever and honestly those people stick up for you a hundred times more than you know someone in a frat would because right. wrestling people stick together we're all in the same plate now, do you have any um, funny road stories that you can share with the damaged fans that is radio friendly that uh, has happened to you or like flat tire or something like that or happened to someone uh, else that you know? Uh, Bobby has asked him that question. I don't know. Bobby goes through a car every week. He does. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I really haven't had any. Um, Brett and Sean went up to a show uh that was like two hours away, like in hopes to get booked. Um, and they talk to the promoter and everything. And then they show up and there's no show. They canceled the show and they posted something like 10 minutes before. So they're like, damn, that's a waste of time. Right. And where was that show at? It was somewhere up in North Jersey. I don't, I don't remember what promotion or where it was. Because I wasn't now, going. I, I had other right. stuff. It was a good thing you had other stuff that day then. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, do you have any uh, dream tag matches? And who would your opponent be? Would you stick with Brett or or uh, a Sean? Or do you have a dream match of who you like to tag with for one night only? Um, yeah, I, I would definitely be by the side of Sean or Brett or all three of us if it was a six-man. But um, I don't know. I, there's so There's so many good tag teams out there right now. I mean, I'm... I would say probably first choice right now would be against uh, like FTR just because of their real wrestling knowledge. Like I wouldn't say someone like the young bucks or like uh, death triangle. Cause it's, that's, right. I don't really need to kind of know all that crazy stuff right now. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about in the past? Teams from the past. Oh, uh, the brain busters. Ooh, definitely. Going out yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Favorite match of all time. I never, I, I just watched it again like a few months ago was uh, the Brain Busters versus, um, why can't I think of their name? Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah, the um, Martin Genetti. Yeah, the Rockers. Yeah. The Rockers, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was them at Madison Square Garden. And I, I, I've never like really marked out for a match, but like I'm on like the treadmill at the gym watching it, and uh, I'm just like, that's amazing! Like that's so smart. Every the whole match was just, I, it's my favorite match now. So yeah. Do you Rain have a Busters. favorite promo? I, I guess uh, pipe bomb. Yeah. Now, how about uh, like, do you study anybody like Roddy Roddy Piper on the mic or? Yeah. No, I I guess the only person I've kind of studied because um, people kind of told me to was MJF. Back time before I really knew him, people would be like, "You have to like watch him and see kind of how he gets his heat." Um, but yeah, it's just because your character is your own. Studying other people necessarily won't help all the time. Right now, what's one thing that people don't know about Goldie that they would be surprised about? Huh. It's a good one. Um, 
I, don't, I would just say the uh, kind of the person I used to be. You know, you don't really see that in Goldie. Yeah. Now, do you have, before I let you go, do you have a dream match one-on-one, past and present? Oof. If you have a triple threat match. <laughs> um, I would say Kenny Omega probably for current. Kenny Omega or Seth Rollins, but I'll go Kenny. On uh, past, maybe like a, I would say like a Shawn Michaels. Okay. And would you be the winner, of course? Yeah, of course. Nice, nice. You think they're born better? No. No, never, never. Now, if fans want to go support the Golden Era, support yourself and the merch, uh, wh- yeah. what are some few places that they can go? Uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at the David Goldie, G-O-L-D-Y. Um, for our merch is goldenairshop.com. And uh, come to the shows. Come to the shows and support us. That's a, the best way you can support us. And what what's the main show they can go to? Monster Factory. Where's that located? So the fans that haven't been there. Paulsboro, New Jersey. Right, and if you see a lot of houses nearby, you're not lost. It's really like <laughs> yeah, in the middle yeah, of Paulsboro, yeah. New Jersey. It's a, yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. that got me the first time. I'm like, all right, is this just at someone's house? <laughs> is this a backyard wrestling thing or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Goldie, I'd like to thank you so much for uh, not only supporting completely damaged throughout the years and being a guest on my show, but for just cut your time tonight and coming on, man. I really do appreciate it, and I wish you the lots of luck in the future. Thank you. I love it. Thanks, man. And remember, fans, don't keep it nice and neat. Keep it completely damaged on mockeradio.com, where music reminds me. Completely damaged! Completely dead